Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. Well, one of the big headlines today, of course, is Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina, former U.S. ambassador to the U.N., has thrown her hat into the presidential race. The big question is, what is beyond the headlines and what comes next? What's the impact on the race? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, there, there was no Valentine's Day surprise. We knew this was coming from Nikki Haley. She had uh, told her supporters uh, several weeks ago uh, to be watching on uh, Valentine's Day for her announcement. And she did announce today. And we want to look at that from a number of angles, uh, not just the, the obvious head-to-head things that most people are focusing on as it relates to former President Trump and his campaign. He's the only other declared candidate at the moment. We'll touch on that briefly. But there's much more to her story and the story as it relates to the race for the Republican nominee for president for 2024. But let's start with uh, presidential hopeful Nikki Haley. She began her announcement emphasizing her time as governor of South Carolina. Even on our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina, so I have seen the very best of our country. People here throughout the old, tired political establishment and demanded accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast, which I love. People came by the thousands for fresh starts. Moms and dads held their heads up high. Children learned that it was always a great day in South Carolina. So it is clearly going to be part of uh, her campaign things. Obviously, her time as governor is a big plus, and most Americans see that as a positive. Uh, we do like uh, former governors uh, running for the White House. There's something about uh, running a state, I think, that uh, rings true for a lot of voters. And so she'll definitely lean into that. And she had a very successful run in the state of South Carolina. And one thing in particular, uh, as we listen to that uh, clip of her announcement video, the fact that she started with this idea that even on our worst day, we're blessed to live in America. She went on to describe uh, one of the worst days in South Carolina uh, as you look back several years to that tragic uh, shooting uh, in a church in South Carolina. Uh, and her leadership in that moment, I think, was pretty significant. Uh, it was one of those where they really did come together, starting with the people inside of the church uh, who didn't want there to be anger and rage and protests and violence. Uh, they wanted there to be prayer and peace and coming together and having a different kind of conversation. So she has a very interesting uh, space to operate from as it relates to many of those issues of the day. Uh, Haley went on in her campaign launch video to emphasize a need for change in leadership in the Republican Party and laid out some of her policy frameworks and some of her biggest priorities. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. Uh, So very positive, very forward-moving message there. So I think this is going to be an interesting and defining part of the Nikki Haley campaign is that she is going to much more of a vision of this is who we are as a Republican Party, framing it that way, 
uh, for the base of the party and for the middle of the party and the more, uh, uh, you know, middle of the road part of the party. Uh, all of those things, I think, are areas where she thinks she at least has some inroads. I think she hit some of the uh, populist message, less so uh, than former President Trump and some others who have been uh, on that side with much more of a grievance message. Uh, and so that that part will be an interesting contrast between former President Trump and Nikki Haley. And, of course, others are going to enter this race as well. Uh, finally, Haley ended her announcement uh, video uh, with her formal, official announcement that she is indeed running for president. Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. China and Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so she even had a little fun there uh, at the end, which I think is great. Uh, And Nikki Haley does have a great story. Uh, Of course, her parents from India came as immigrants to the U.S., built their version of the American dream. One of the things that I love that Nikki Haley pointed out uh, was that uh, growing up in South Carolina uh, of Indian descent, uh, she did not see herself as white. She did not see herself as black. uh, And so she was in a different space. And her mother told her to lean into the differences and to value the differences because that's part of what makes her unique and special. Uh, And so there was an interesting message there as well. So a lot of first, a lot of opportunities, I think, for Nikki Haley. And then we have to look at the reality. So, again, beyond the headlines of of all of that, uh, you have to look at the the polling and where she is starting out. And if you look at most of the polling, she is somewhere around 2 to 3 percent, which in most polls is inside the margin of error. So she could technically be less than zero. Uh, But many a candidate has started out in that place. I've been involved in some campaigns that started at about 2% name ID and recognition and went on to win. So it's not impossible. And the thing that I'm really interested in understanding about Nikki Haley and her campaign is what are they seeing in the numbers that gives her a path? So every campaign, in order to launch, you have to believe not just blue sky, shoot the moon, we're going to change the world – But you have to be able to see, is there a path forward? And there's clearly something in the numbers that Nikki Haley and her team are seeing that while she knows it's an uphill battle and a big big climb, she also believes that there is a path. 
Uh, and so those are numbers we're going to continue to look at and break down and figure out where is it that she thinks her space is. Uh, we often talk in politics about having a lane. So what lane does she run in? Clearly, President Trump uh, has the populist lane. You have Ron DeSantis as kind of a different version of the populist lane. Uh, and they, they're taking up the big chunk of the Republican vote right now. About 70 percent uh, are in one of those two camps, even though Ron DeSantis hasn't declared. And I guarantee he won't declare until probably June uh, if he decides to jump in. I think he will get in. Uh, so so then Nikki Haley has to figure out, OK, if those two are splitting that part of it, is there enough in the middle and enough in the moderate realm of the Republican primary voter that you can mount a challenge. Is there a path? Is she counting on a path where the former president and Governor Ron DeSantis kind of beat each other up and divide that up and then there's some left over to, to get a majority? Uh, so so that's an interesting thing to, to take a look at as well. Uh, and then, of course, the other element that always plays out in politics is show me the money. Presidential campaigns, national campaigns are very expensive. Now, Nikki Haley does have one advantage, uh, and that is the of the early primary states, South Carolina is a significant one for Republicans. And she obviously has a good home field advantage there, uh, although it will be interesting if uh, Senator Tim Scott, also from South Carolina, gets in. That would create an interesting duel in South Carolina. So we're very early in the process Nikki Haley's a, an interesting story, uh, and she has great credentials, and she's done something. She's produced some results, which I love in a candidate, uh, and I think she has a space and a lane. It'll be interesting to see how she goes about it uh, as she begins this cycle. Uh, and again, it's early in the cycle, uh, although we have to remember in uh, 2020, the Democrats had a, a boatload uh, already in well before January, as they had an open primary. Uh, so uh, this is not a super early announcement from Nikki Haley. I think it's an important one. I think she'll be an important part of the conversation, regardless of whether she vaults her way to the top or where, whether she becomes an important part of the principle and policy discussion along the way. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.